2: Hello and welcome to another edition of Around the Coin I'm Faisal Khan, I'm your co-host for today With me today is Nako Mbele Hey Nako, how are you?
1: I'm good Faisal, how are you?
2: Doing good, so we have a guest on on the show today
1: Yes, we do, and I'm very excited to have him on because this is this topic that we're gonna discuss is causing a lot of confusion in the community, in the Bitcoin community. So it's always nice to have someone like Henry to explain things to us. So Henry Braid is a co-founder and CEO of Prasos, which is the leading cryptocurrency broker in the Nordics. Prasos was founded in twenty twelve and Henry has been a Bitcoin user an enthusiast since 2011. So welcome Henry to the show.
2: Hello. (laughs) So Henry, tell us a little bit about yourself before we start asking you with questions and start pounding you with questions.
3: All right. So basically, I've been an like active member of the Bitcoin community since 2011. And in basically for the first six months, I was doing mining and researching Bitcoin in 2011. And then figured out that maybe uh, there's a need to start a company locally to provide information and, 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 and services for trading and then basically in 2012 March we started started Prasos and then on we have built built a number of services um, uh, for, for Bitcoin mainly buying and selling so brokering also for storing Bitcoins and internationally we're probably most known for the denarium physical bitcoins but uh, that's only one one part of our business uh, in, in total
2: okay cool and today we're going to be discussing the segwit and segwit 2x is that how it's being called yes so you know tell us a little bit about think well, first of all what is your what are your general thoughts about the present state of the bitcoin ecosystem maybe you can start with that
3: well it's it's quite interesting that uh think bitcoin ecosystem is very strong and it's getting stronger every day um the infrastructure is quite sophisticated there there are many quite uh, competent companies building uh, very good services all over the world so it's it's very global super global because there's a lot of things in Bitcoin happening almost everywhere and and that's that's very positive but of course there's kind of recently been a bit of a conflict of interest uh, in, in with some certain stakeholders in in the ecosystem have maybe a little bit different. Different, uh, uh priorities so that's that's been uh, cause for some trauma but uh, I still think overall the ecosystem is in a very very strong uh, place at the moment
1: I I agree with that and I also want to just say congratulations to the Bitcoin core team and everyone that supports them on the SegWit activation yesterday. I know that there were people celebrating yesterday so congratulations. Uh, going out to, to the team who made that a reality. Uh, I think that, uh, that's like the next stage in, in Bitcoin. So we're, we're really looking forward to, to what happens after that. Um, okay. So for our listeners who are new to crypto, what's the difference between Bitcoin and Bitcoin cash?
3: Okay. So that's a good question. Uh, basically, uh, Bitcoin is, is the original Bitcoin that's been around since 2009. Bitcoin Cash is a new version of Bitcoin, an alternative version uh, that was built and, and started based on, on the original Bitcoin. So it's I would say it's an, a new altcoin. Well, altcoin is a term for coins other than Bitcoin. Uh, so it's an alternative coin. Uh, there's a lot of those in in existence. Uh, the second biggest is Ethereum. Then there's Litecoin. There's there's a a, a lot of other coins, and, and basically Bitcoin Cash is now a, a new coin, a completely different coin. But what makes it different from from the other altcoins like Litecoin and and, and Ethereum is basically that it uses the same transaction history that Bitcoin has. So uh the 1st of august um 2017 everything that happened before that date is the same for both bitcoin and bitcoin cash so uh, anyone who owned bitcoin uh, until the like at in on the 1st of august also has has bitcoin cash the equivalent amount of bitcoin cash and after the 1st of august date they are completely separate two different cryptocurrencies that will have a unique and separate transaction history from that point forwards. So it, it's kind of um, in some ways, it's just like an altcoin like a, any other. But uh, in in another way, it's also quite different because uh, it's, it's the the first and the only kind of altcoin that's been copied from from Bitcoin afterwards. There there have been some others in the past, but I think none of them have gotten uh, kind of the same kind of kind of visibility that Bitcoin Cash. has has received
2: so henry i'm going to ask a follow-up question on this thing when you have bitcoin and bitcoin cash both coming in isn't that sort of inflation because you now have double the money essentially because bitcoin people can convert bitcoin cash to bitcoin uh, and, and and everyone gets the equal amount of bitcoins isn't this what bitcoin was not supposed to do not have inflation
3: well, it still doesn't like. That's a very good question, but I think it still doesn't kind of affect the amount of bitcoins themselves. And Bitcoin cash is just like an, I would say, an altcoin like any other. Uh it's it's um like like if we can also think it like if Ethereum or Litecoin or some other cryptocurrency would affect affect the the the, the issue in the same way. It it can also be argued that that's also the case like. People are making new altcoins all the time, and they, they kind of, um, they could take value from Bitcoin in, in, in one sense, but, but I think there's a lot of like positives for this as well. Like we've seen, because Bitcoin has become more stable uh, and more solid than than any other cryptocurrency, and it's kind of starting to be almost as solid as as many regular commodities or or. Or currencies, not not in the same same uh, level yet but it, it's getting there so the other altcoins they are more volatile uh, other coins are more volatile and they maybe have uh, that you can so people can make more profit from investing in another altcoin but they can also lose a lot more money if the if the coin goes down in price so i think uh, a lot of people who want to like get rich in the same way that some people have gotten rich with bitcoin they are actually investing in altcoins instead because they don't see the same kind of maybe uh, a profit possibilities in Bitcoin. So it's kind of bringing in all these coins and still bringing in people to, to the cryptocurrency phenomenon in the same way, for the same reason that maybe some some were interested in Bitcoin originally. And that's, that's I think, is good for Bitcoin because uh, when when things go, go south in a way, maybe right now we're in a phase... Kind of in a hype phase of the market, which means that all the cryptocurrencies are in a huge hype, uh, and everything is going up. They are sometimes going down for a few days or a week, but generally everything is going up. And and in this kind of kind of environment, it's uh, it, it's easy to make money and so on. But when things will go go uh, worse, uh, Bitcoin will be very strong in that kind of situation. It will again. Uh, be good for Bitcoin specifically and with Bitcoin Cash there were actually a lot of people who owned altcoins like Ethereum, Litecoin, so on, that actually wanted to buy bitcoins before the 1st of August so they can own both of these coins so it also added a lot of interest from the altcoin scene uh, back to Bitcoin so I think it, there's there's also good good things in this even though I do to kind of understand the inflation argument, and it's it's something I don't even know personally what to think of this. This is also new that this requires a lot of study, and I think also economist feedback on the on the whole issue of inflation and how to how to think about it.
1: Yes, I I find it interesting that many people thought that Bitcoin would actually dip uh, as a result of the uncertainty because that would normally happen, but the exact opposite took place, uh, is what we noticed. And I guess my question for you is, in terms of SegWit and the reason that there's another SegWit called SegWit2x, can you explain like what the difference is between SegWit and Se- SegWit2x, as well as why there's such a difference between the different camps? Like, what, what, why, why is there so much conflict?
3: Well, there's uh, there's a lot of things in the, in that question, but to to, to begin with, um, I think that uh, the, the what happened with Bitcoin Cash first of all the fork and why it didn't dip and actually went went up uh, the price. One 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 is that there's been a lot of fear towards hard forks. And actually the Bitcoin cash fork was actually very non-disruptive for the for the Bitcoin network. So it, it didn't really do anything. The Bitcoin was functioning perfectly, everything is fine, it's been fine since. So it's kind of a just a small group of, of people that wanted to do their own thing. So they say so they split off and, and created Bitcoin Cash. But it didn't didn't destroy Bitcoin or actually do almost any harm to Bitcoin. The only harm is maybe the confusion between the, the names of Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash, which is why personally I'm, I'm using the term B Cash for, for for Bitcoin Cash, because I don't want people to confuse these two different coins. But then, uh, coming to the SegWit2x issue, well, one positive thing for Bitcoin, of course, very positive recently, has been the SegWit activation. There was the Kind of segwit signaling periods, then the locking period, then the activation, which happened la- last night, uh, local uh, finished time where I am, and uh, basically that's very very positive things for Bitcoin. I think the positivity from all of that, uh, like like two years of struggle, and then then we managed to activate this this major upgrade. It was very positive for Bitcoin, but then um, segwit 2x, the, the the final part of your question, uh, I think, that's going to be a very interesting and critical issue in the in the following months, because uh, one of the reasons why Segwit got activated in the first place is that a group of miners and industry leaders uh, made a decision in New York to to kind of activate Segwit and, and support Segwit, and in and in addition to have the two megabyte hard fork. Uh, later this year, it's uh, scheduled for November, and, and and the problem with this is that um, there's a lot of people in the community that that oppose SegWit 2x for many reasons, and 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 it it can can be very, um, if if they go through with SegWit 2x, it can split split the community much worse than what happened with with Bitcoin Cash, which wasn't really a big issue. Uh, Segwit 2x can really split it from the half because uh, if you have big companies like uh, say blockchain, BitPay, Coinbase, and such supporting Segwit 2x, but then you have a lot of users and other services all over the world that are not supporting it, uh, it can cause uh, like a massive problem for for actual usage of Bitcoin. So so I'm I'm worried about it, but but personally. I think it will not pass because recently there's so much critique for Segwit2x. I think many of those industry leaders will see the wisdom in not doing it in, in, in a conservative way to, to keep Bitcoin in, in as a whole and, and keep everyone in the same network, all the major services in the same network. Uh, well, I personally oppose Segwit2x very strongly and our company opposes it. We have no intention of supporting it at the moment. And and I, have, I have personally I have three reasons for opposing SegWit2x. There is one reason is that we don't really need a two megabyte hard fork at the moment. The network has been fairly healthy recently, and there was clearly some spam involved in the network before related to all this, this scaling struggle. There was someone spamming the network. And it has really stopped. So it has been a more healthy network recently. And now with SegWit, we're getting a double capacity. So we're actually getting an effective 2 megabyte already with SegWit. Uh, so we can get more capacity. And then we'll also get the, the kind of possibility to add new advanced scaling features to Bitcoin, like the Lightning Network, which I'm really excited, by it, excited about. So Lightning Network can be used on Bit- in Bitcoin now. And, and we also get more capacity right away. Uh, so we don't really need an immediate uh, hard fork to get more capacity in a risky way. And then also uh, the timing, like the the timing of the hard work, like three months is way too short for the whole Bitcoin ecosystem to upgrade, to be forced to upgrade to a new version. So that the timing is also a problem. I'm not fundamentally against like uh, like doing hard forks or uh, upgrading the block size. The issue is that the, the, those are really serious things that need to be done slowly and with a lot of research and with a lot more consensus than what segwit 2 x at the moment has. And the final thing that's a problem uh, with, with segwit 2 x is the way it was decided. Because there's a lot of people in Bitcoin community that believe the whole idea of Bitcoin is that you own your own money you're a sovereign entity owning your own money and you can take care of things and nobody can decide the rules of Bitcoin for you. You actually decide them yourself by running a certain version of the Bitcoin client. So you, you participate in a certain rule set. So this kind of uh, idea that you can have a few industry leaders from some companies and a few miners just deciding for everyone to, to change the hard, hard rules of the Bitcoin protocol it's just uh, completely unacceptable to me personally and and I will not have anything to do with that uh, personally
2: so it seems like the democratization of bitcoin is not there anymore right i mean uh, can i ask you a question uh, you know who proposed segwit 2x and you know what impact will it have on bitcoin and bitcoin cash if they do proceed ahead with it despite you not supporting it
3: <clears throat> yes, it uh, it was proposed. I think originally the the, the meeting was uh, put together by Barry Silbert, who who's um, uh, like an investor and, and an entrepreneur in the Bitcoin space, a major one. Uh, his companies have invested in a lot of Bitcoin Bitcoin companies, and they also run this uh, Bitcoin fund fund in in the U.S. And so he he put he he got the people together in new york the consensus conference and then then they they came to this uh this disagreement and um i think already bitcoin cash is a bit of um kind of it's going against the agreement because the same people who did bitcoin cash it was a couple of chinese chinese uh, miners and exchanges that started bitcoin cash so they are also part of the SegWit 2x agreement And I think what they're doing with Bitcoin Cash is kind of conflicting with that. So I think that the whole whole agreement will likely fall apart because there's a lot of companies that are publicly opposing it. Uh, mm
1: -hmm. Unfortunately, it seems that Bitcoin is having a lot of governance uh, issues, which is something that's always talked about uh, when people talk about you know, Bitcoin going through a lot of struggle, how do you uh, propose or what would be some of the suggestions that you'd have for other stakeholders uh, and and Bitcoin users? How can we improve the communication between everyone? Because it seems like it's completely broken down at this point.
3: Yeah, it's it's difficult, very difficult issue. I think that... uh, there's there's issues on many levels. Like one is the communication itself. I think there's been improvement on that because like previously I was like a couple of years ago I was a critique like a I was critiquing uh, Bitcoin Core a lot for being kind of a little bit exclusive and maybe not communicating to the community a lot of about the, what they're doing and and so on. But they they have actually improved a lot so. They are communicating everything that they do and I read read about that a lot. And there's been recently an article I, I read about a person who came to the Bitcoin Core development community like recently and he wrote about his experience of how they kind of handled this newbie and, and the experiences were very positive. So I think it's been quite debunked now quite well that that bitcoin core is some kind of elitistic elite elite exclusive community that doesn't take anything into account i think that doesn't actually uh that's not the truth and i think there's a lot of potential for communication between all the stakeholders and and i think but the, but the main issue i think is that there's simply some fundamental misunderstanding fundamental kind of differences and how people think about bitcoin and what they actually want to do with it and what they want it to become and that's very difficult to overcome regardless of what what the communication is because uh, there's fundamental issues of, 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 of like difference of opinion and it's basically about some people really understanding that what makes bitcoin bitcoin is that it, it's a decentralized system where people can freely transact and own their own money and and probably likely do it in some pri- have some privacy doing it as well and 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 then like some people are just thinking okay we need to make it a really really fast have a really smooth payment system so all the payments go through and 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 all all, all people can transact. Really, really smoothly, and a lot of business leaders that are, are are running some kind of large exchange or or wallet service or, or merchant service or something like that. I can kind of understand that these kind of things are higher in their priority list. But my my take on this is that Bitcoin is just like PayPal or PayPal 2.0. If we don't safeguard the 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 main core characteristics that actually make Bitcoin Bitcoin. So that needs to be highest priority, that those characteristics remain. And I think that uh, there's fundamental differences in the community on this. Some, sim- some members of the community simply don't care about those things uh, as, as much as others do and are, are very reckless, in my opinion, to do can, like, uh, want to do hard forks even if they're not, not with full, full consensus of the community uh, and And I think in some ways B cash or, or bitcoin cash was a good good thing because some members of the community that, that disagree uh, with with uh, the the kind of ideals of bitcoin core, for example, they they want to do their own thing and they can now freely do their own thing. That's kind of a free market uh, thinking which I, I I like and so so that 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 I think is not completely bad definitely not. And Bitcoin Core has the same kind of ideas that I personally currently have in terms of what I think of Bitcoin. And then there are others that don't have those ideas. And I think some of the differences might be uh, can, might be such that they can't be solved, which means that some parties will simply have to do their own thing, which might might mean spli- splitting off of Bitcoin and that kind of thing could be inevitable with uh, in in many many cases and and that's what i think
2: another question that comes to mind is you know with if bitcoin cash does you know achieve relative success what would that mean for bitcoin itself and the crypto space uh, in general
3: i think right now bitcoin cash doesn't really have have a lot of success it's uh i would say it's it, it's kind of this purely speculative token uh i don't really know a lot of people uh at, at least from from the Fini- finnish community's perspective or people i know in the community i don't know anyone that's actually buying buying B cash for kind of fundamental reasons people are only buying it if they are doing it as purely speculative short term move
2: yeah, yeah. They're they're mostly just converting it out to Ethereum or XRP or even Bitcoin itself and and trying not to keep the cash value. I mean this is free money, right?
1: Yes, yes. Um are are there any redeeming qualities to hard forking in, in the crypto space? Because I think what we're gonna see as a result of Bitcoin Cash is we might see a lot of other Fork, hard forking taking place, uh, it might actually trigger a phenomena, and and I think that some people are actually concerned about that. Are you? Is that something that concerns you?
3: Well, it does concern me a bit, of course. Uh, there's, there's like, but but I think it's important to like. I think there's a lot of good things about the hard forks. One one thing is that when this kind of thing happens, it forces people to actually think about what Bitcoin is, how it works and and what the hard fork actually means we've we've seen a two year period of huge growth for bitcoin price and a lot of lot of other cryptocurrencies as well this means that there's a lot of people who own bitcoin that don't really know how it even works i think this situation is much worse in the in the altcoins where you have um, probably a lot of people buying ethereum and they don't know anything about how it works and so on But the situation is the same in all cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin. There's now a lot of people who are just buying maybe some for speculative reasons and don't really know how things work. So the hard fork is a very educational thing. People are kind of forced to educate themselves on how things actually work. So that's the positive thing. We have more educated users after this hard fork phenomenon and one thing is that i don't think it's possible to like just hard fork at will and make this gazillion bitcoin forks because they always need a group uh, a strong enough group supporting it and and keeping it alive so for example uh bcash i think it was uh, uh kind of kept alive by a strong group of miners uh the ones that started uh bitcoin cash in the beginning they were mining for a long time uh, very unprofitably so they were making a lot of losses because bitcoin mining would have, would have been much more profitable they were still mining bitcoin cash because they wanted to kind of uh, keep the chain alive and and then hopefully when the difficulty of the mining adjusts they will get more miners that are going to be more profitable at that stage and that that's the just means that you need a strong group of kind of uh, supporters that are willing to even do things that are unprofitable to keep the fork alive that's that's how difficult it is to kind of kind of do that uh, again like with Bitcoin so mm, I think that there could be more forks and and there could be segwit2x fork uh, a split fork potentially but I don't think we'll have a gazillion of them because each fork will need to have a strong support from certain stakeholders in the in the bitcoin ecosystem and and just a a few random bitcoin users if they fork they they probably won't achieve a functional blockchain you would actually you actually need a purpose you need a group supporting it and we may see some of them but i think in most cases they will have a real reason for that so there will be a reason there's a reason why we have Bitcoin cash. And if, if we get sick with 2X, uh, there will be a reason for that split as well. Hopefully it doesn't happen because if the 2X happens, I think the split will be much, much worse for regular Bitcoin users, investors, everyone in terms of actual functionality of Bitcoin uh, if, if that's uh, done. But um, in, in, in I think it's likely, I would say, 80% probability that the 2X is not happening, at least this year, because many of the supporters of 2X have ho- already said that they might be willing to kind of negotiate on the timing, and the timing is one of the biggest issues. It's simply very short time frame to launch uh, a kind of an upgrade, because they see it as an upgrade. Bcash was an altcoin, and they actually wanted it to be an altcoin they were were not pretending to upgrade bitcoin entirely they were doing their own coin based on bitcoin and they were doing it openly transparently and that's fine the group behind segwit2x is actually uh, branding it as an upgrade so it's not an altcoin uh, not not a split fork it's an upgrade and and it cannot be an upgrade if unless everyone is behind it. And right now, uh, a lot of people are against it. So it's interesting to see what happens with two x
1: now the the two x argument is that um from what I'm hearing and and please correct me if I'm wrong, is that they will the that I guess they're not happy with the actual block size. and so the block size would be. Uh, set at um, at a, at, a, at a default, I guess at a two. Is it two two megabytes? And then it would it, it it would be unlimited. So they're really pretty much looking for unlimited an unlimited block size. And you know you've explained why they're looking at this um, because they're looking at the short term in terms of you know the 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 speed uh, and and all of that. Uh, and i guess my my question to you is uh, how will this affect the market from now until november this uncertainty do you think it's going to drive the price of bitcoin down do you think that enough people know about what's going on then they're going to ignore it D- what what are your thoughts in terms of the the price of of uh of bitcoin like will it be impacted because of well, all of this um, uncertainty I'd just
3: like to correct that uh, just the technical differences it's, it's probably good like education to know know the technical differences of these different versions so basically <clears throat> bitcoin cash when it's forked it had an eight megabyte limit on on the on the blocks so it can have eight times more transactions than bitcoin but it doesn't actually matter because bitcoin cash has a lot less transaction traffic than bitcoin has but still it has the potential capacity of eight times and and bitcoin has the one megabyte limit but now bitcoin has segwit which effectively doubles the capacity so it's effectively two megabytes and bitcoin cash doesn't have segwit which means bitcoin cash can't use these advanced scaling methods like lightning network which bitcoin now can and then segwit2x it's basically same as Bitcoin up until now, it has the seg- Segwit upgrade, and and uh, and then it will also change the regular block size block size limit to two megabytes. Which with with Segwit, which already activated, will be an effective four to eight, four to eight megabytes of of block size. And 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 yes, there's a lot of companies that want to do that because they want they want speed and they want transaction capacity quickly, easily. And, and then the, the opposers are worried that the, the, the processing of the transactions and the blocks, verifying them, um, especially transmitting them, the latency issue, issues, the bandwidth issues globally for processing Bitcoin blocks in the Bitcoin network will become much more expensive, much more slower if we increase the block size too much. And that's the, that's the kind of opposer's uh, point of view. And in terms of the market, uh i think it has a potential like uh, i i'm kind of i'm seeing this because i've been bitcoin for many many years i know how it kind of grows it grows in these cycles so you have these cycles where it's going up a lot in price and in interest and and it go and it and it kind of accelerates and and we're kind of in this new new growth phase at the moment uh, and then, at some point, it will it will correct. It will go, it will go down. It will probably go down for a while until it stabi- sta- stabilizes in in certain area, and then then uh, starts picking up speed again. So I think, kind of the Segwit 2X has the potential of being one of these triggers because it will always requires the the downturn requires triggers. Uh, actual real life triggers that that cause people to start panic selling and, and then and so on so i think segwit 2x has the potential to be one of these triggers and that's one more reason that i don't don't like it because it's just too controversial i hope i hope the project this is, is uh, if not abandoned at least postponed and then we can have more discussion in the community of how to how to raise the block size, how much and and when, and, and to do it with more consensus and support and not, not in this kind of uh, very uh, controversial way. But I think it has the potential to disrupt the market. But I think it depends on a lot of things like, uh, because we don't really know right now if it's actually going to come to pass. I think uh, next month will be critical. We can actually see if, if they're actually going to push it through Or if some major players in the agreement for seg with 2x will kind of abandon the agreement or demand a postponing of it or something like that. I think that will decide how big of an effect it will have for for the market, but uh, it remains to be seen. But the potential for disruption is definitely there.
2: Uh, let's say you wake up one day and you know you said that 80 percent of the bitcoin community is against segwit 2x but what happens if you wake up one day and people and and you and you see that the segwit 2x fork has happened what then what will happen that day
3: (laughs) well that's that's a very interesting question now there's been one debate in the in the in the technical community about the kind of the details of how Segwit2X is implemented and, and one one issue, major issues is this called replay protection. And replay protection means that basically uh, protect the, the transactions in a way that they are separated between the two two blockchains. So if you don't have replay protection then you will kind of send the transactions everywhere in the both chains, and it can lead, because they're using the same kind of keys, private keys, public keys, and so on, it can lead to this situation that people are losing a lot of money because they're sending, sending the, the wrong coin to the wrong place and, and all kinds of things. And with Bitcoin Cash, they implemented strong replay protection, which was really good for safety. That was one of the main reasons there was no issues with Bitcoin Cash Fork. And Segwit2x right now there's a debate in the Segwit2x technical community that they I think they are now perhaps adding the replay protection, but originally they didn't have it because they were thinking of this as the as the upgrade. So it it doesn't really matter because everyone is upgrading, right? So uh, now they they maybe because everyone is saying if it's not an upgrade, if if it's controversial, there's a split, there's two networks. then you need the replay protection so people can transact safely on each chain. And I think it's it's now happening. And and that's a really crucial issue because the actual uh, practical issues of of, of those kinda of forks it really matters if, if the if there's certain protection, technical protection uh, in place or not. If it's not then it will be really messy. And but it still can be a problematic like if if as I said before if these major players in the in the ecosystem uh start using the 2x chain and then you have other major players and users that are not using the 2x chain it it, it's a problem because then basically the commerce and econ the basic commerce and usage of bitcoin will become quite difficult because you you don't know if the other service is actually even accepting the kind of bitcoins uh you're you're sending and that 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 could get really 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 messy and then also the other issue is the branding like uh, in this case both both sides would like the name bitcoin uh and and how how would that be solved so there's there's a lot of potential for huge disruption and also uh like um uh misunderstandings but but i think um I still think it's unlikely to happen because uh, because everyone knows if, if that scenario happens, it's really, really, really bad for Bitcoin. So if, if any kind of forks are done, it, it must be done as cleanly as possible. And we need to uh, uh, kind of avoid this kind of 50-50 split. So if you look at B Cash, Bitcoin Cash, I would say it was a 90-10 split. Those kind of splits are not not an issue. If you have 10% of the whole ecosystem splitting and 90% staying together, we don't have a a, a huge issue. Then if you have a 50-50 split, then we have a very big issue. So those kind of splits I'm worried about, not really the the kind of splits that happened with uh, Bitcoin Cash.
2: Okay, we're almost out of time. So Nako, you want to get in with the last question?
1: Yes. Other than holding or hodling, as we love to say in this community, what can Bitcoin users do to um, feel empowered to to uh, you know alleviate some of this tension that's happening between the the camps? How, how can we be more involved? What would you suggest other than holding our bitcoins?
3: I think one important thing, generally, which a lot of people are frustrated about, is that uh, Bitcoin is supposed to be about about uh, challenging the, the um, regular financial system and, and all the politics involved in that. And like uh, Bitcoin is solving a lot of issues globally in in kind of, uh, you have monetary restrictions, you have inflation, you have problems with banks, you have all kinds of issues that that Bitcoin is solving in a lot of countries all over the world. And I think people should occasionally just, Come back and, and start, kind of go back and start focusing on that, and and not just focus on the trauma of of Bitcoin scaling and all these issues. And I think it's it's refreshing and probably uh, good for the mental health of Bitcoin hodlers to to kind of concentrate on on, on that the, the big picture and and not be too involved in all of this scaling drama. Because in, in the scaling dramas there's usually There's a lot more fear and this kind of uh drama going on than there's actually bad things happening in reality so uh because even though we have two years of struggle in terms of lots of heated debate in the community the end result was that segwit got got activated and bitcoin is now much much better than before it has more capacity and it can now start using the really advanced scaling methods like Lightning Network which is well developed already so it's almost ready to start being used on, on, on top of Bitcoin so if things have evolved and it's going forward Bitcoin economy is a lot bigger than it was a year ago or two years ago uh, everything a lot of things are moving forward in a very very positive way and I think it's important to kind of concentrate on that uh, more and, and not get too too kind of uh, deep into the, the debates about scaling and so on.
2: Henry, I love your focus. You're so, so, you know, focused on this thing. Let me ask you one question. You keep mentioning the Lightning Network. Can you just tell us a little bit about that, how that works?
3: Yes, Lightning Network I'm very excited about. So Lightning Network is a kind of a network of payment channels. So the, so the idea of a payment channel is that uh i'm sending uh i want to want to build a payment, payment channel let's say with naco and then uh naco puts uh let's say one bitcoin in the payment channel i put one bitcoin there and then uh it's locked in into the channel and it that requires like one transaction to the networks to the blockchain and then we can make changes to that channel without uh broadcasting those transactions into the blockchain and and then at any time we can also broadcast to the blockchain and kind of reset the channel and we can change the ownership kind of uh, record the ownership of that channel to the to the blockchain so if if the block uh, channel has like one bitcoin for me one bitcoin for naco it can change at any time to like 0.1 with naco and 1.1 for me and then we can both of us can at any time uh, settle that on the blockchain by making this settlement transaction the point of it is that uh, you can make a thousand transactions in a channel and you can you only need one starting and uh, transaction of the channel and the closing transaction on the blockchain so the blockchain would require a lot less traffic uh, a lot less kind of settlement transactions per per actual transaction so that's the Idea. I'm maybe not explaining this too well, but that uh, that's the idea of the uh, payment channel. But Lightning Network is a network of payment channels. So, if I'm trying to send money to someone who's uh, not my direct contact in in kind of this channel network, it can route it through a lot of people in between, and without requiring a Bitcoin transaction every time. And the beauty of this is that it it's super secure. So you can make instant transactions, which happen instantly, with in a completely secure way. So uh, and also very cheap. Uh, a single transaction in a, in a channel would not cost a lot. So it would actually we can build an economy that allows micro transactions, like really really small transactions worth cents. You could send in a, in a Lightning network, uh, no problem and instantly, which cannot be done with Bitcoin. You have transactions costing costing um, like uh, too much to to send uh, really, really small transactions. And even like if you send these zero-conf transactions, which are instant in Bitcoin, they are really unsecure. In Lightning Network, you can send instant transactions securely. So it's a huge improvement, but it requires a lot of infrastructure development. A lot of services, uh, companies, wallets, people need to like slowly start testing and using Lightning Network. It will take years for that technology to be wide in widespread use. But I think it, it, in some use it will already be this this year because there's a functioning, functioning wallet, wallets, functioning protocol for the Lightning Network and it, it will really change, change Bitcoin entirely So to actually allow small transactions to be sent uh, in, in large quantities and really quickly and, and cheaply
2: that uh, sounds fascinating. Henry, thank you very much for coming to our show. You've been given you've given us absolutely illuminating uh, stuff to talk about and to digest. Nako, thank you for arranging this and we'll have this podcast up and running soon. And Henry, how can we get in touch with you if anyone wants to get in touch with you?
3: Uh, my my Twitter Twitter account is is a good good um good way to to get in touch. So it's the uh, Techno Mage and uh, the A's with a 4. So that that's a. Okay.
2: Perfect. We'll put that up. Thank you, sir. Take care. All
3: right. Thank you, guys.
1: Thank you, Henry. Thanks, Faisal.